0: The NBA season is heating up, and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
2: Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Restrictions all apply. See website for details.
0: Hi, guys! Thursday edition. This is the pre-Florida show. Here's your teaser for the episode. If you thought we were checked out on Monday, <laughs> get your pillow and your blanket ready because it's going to be a no action-packed show. It's going to be unbelievably riveting information. We're going to tell you how to make millions of dollars. You're also going to be entertained the entire time. I'm so excited! I'm rolling around in my seat. I'm fired up. Are you fired up, Jesse? Get fired up.
3: You know what? When we start a show, I think every show we say, bring your pillow and blanket because now's the time to really be entertained.
0: I don't know. Maybe Bill was onto something when he gave us the critique the other day. Well, Bill didn't respond to my text message today, so that's all. All right, here's your show preview. Uh, So big picture. We're going to talk about a little Chris Paul. We're going to kind of get into his hobby slash on-court legacy because it's an interesting play with them going to his first finals I got to think no matter who comes out of the East, the Suns are going to be the favorites in that series. Uh, according to Vegas, they are right now uh, already, so I don't expect that to change. They're also going to be healthier than any other team that goes to the finals at this point with Trey's ankle and Giannis. So we're going to talk some some uh, Chris Paul, again, kind of like legacy hobby impact. Could get weird over the next couple of weeks. Jesse's news segment, Straight News Straight with facts Jesse. Straight what
3: facts on me. What is it called?
0: Me. Yep, that's right. Uh, got a couple other guys we wanted to hit on from before we're back with a couple straight cash homies this week, or what I like to call Mike's pump and dump to get me rich. That's the name <laughs> of that segment. And then some mailbag. And I think we need to start off with a moment of silence or at least recognition moment of recognition. Silence is not great for podcasts. Bobby Bonilla contract day, July 1st guy makes like a million bucks a year for 900 years in a row. The most single handedly, the this. most intelligent baseball player in the history of mankind business wise. Let's get into the big picture. Go ahead. I'm gonna suck big down some picture. Monster. Not enough energy here. I'm gonna start chugging this.
3: Thing. I think you've got a lot of energy, bud. I think maybe we just go I ahead and go right into part. you. Okay, Chris Paul hobby.
0: Let's talk about value and legacy. All right. So obviously, knocked. He he was. I think he ended with 41 points last night. Yes. They de- you said that like you knew it. I'm happy. I did. I pulled that. it up. Nice. They destroyed the Clippers again without Kawhi. Um, Say what you want, the Suns had as much help as possible getting to where they're at. A banged up Anthony Davis, LeBron wasn't 100%, you know, every step along the way I feel like they had some help, but they beat the teams that were in front of them. Jamal Murray with Denver, you know, that would have been a whole different series, I think. This series with Kawhi would have been different. Say what you will, Chris Paul is going to his first finals. I am not a Chris Paul fan. Saw a good example of it last night when DeMarcus Cousins barely grazed his neck with an elbow and he fell to the ground like a slaughtered fish. I can't stand Chris Paul. However, there is no argument that he's a top five point guard all time. If he wins a ring this year, put him wherever you want. To me, if he wins a ring this year, he's still four. Magic, Steph, Isaiah, Chris Paul, if he wins a ring. Stockton's in the mix too. The last two, three, four, you can do what you want with.
3: Let me just jump in there when you're talking about like ranking them among the greats. Because when we talked about this at the beginning, uh, well, I say beginning of the season, but basically back in February or something, I my big question was why is Chris Paul so undervalued? Why is he where he is because he's at the the top of all the rankings as far as stats for players go. And you said it was because he
0: didn't have a ring. Yeah? Does this does this change everything? Like does does he go to the top? Yes, if they win a no, so no, he's not catching Magic Johnson, he's not catching Steph. Okay. Isaiah, I don't even think he catches. But some people could argue that Stockton and him, him having a ring over John if he wins. John's got two appearances, though. No rings. Close. But in terms of hobby value, he is nowhere near the top. And I kind of thought we'd do this at more of the angle of some of his contemporaries. So I was actually in a clubhouse room, too, talking about this right before the show. Like, who is a reasonable hobby and on-court contemporary of Chris Paul? So you can't really say John Stockton. Stockton has the '86 flare rookie. That's it. Like, there's not a lot of hobby comparison there because they were from two different time periods. The only name that came to mind, I kicked out LeBron, Durant, Steph Curry. Those guys are in a different class regardless of what Chris Paul does this year. So their stuff sells way higher. I came up with two to three names and Indy kind of helped me on this as well. Ronick, jump on here for a minute as well. Contemporaries of Chris Paul in terms of overall greatness, on-court legacy type guys right now. I came up with three and I'm curious. So I came up with one a little underwhelming Average and a little overwhelming. So to me, Chris Bosh was the first name, first ballot Hall of Famer, probably a little underwhelming than Chris Paul. Your thought?
4: Yeah, I think Chris Bosh was uh, never really the best player on his team. And uh, if the Suns win this year, Chris Paul is going to be the best player on his team, winning a title. So
0: better than book. Okay, so that's my underwhelming. So I agree. I think Bosh is slightly under my on my on par. Because again, if say worst case, Chris Paul gets swept by the Bucks in the finals or something crazy. I think he's still very leveled off then at that point with Carmelo Anthony all time. Your thoughts on that name? See, Ronics
4: get three-man show today. I love it. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, but uh, I do think Chris Paul is better than Carmelo Anthony. I think overall career, just uh, his longevity, and you see what Carmelo is now. He's kind of just like a spot-up shooter, and Chris Paul yep. is still like a, an MVP candidate, so it's got to be him.
0: I agree with that as well. I think Carmelo's a little bit a, a step below, although I don't think it's gigantic, because I also think point guard's some would argue, are the least important to winning when it comes to it. However, yes, I think Chris Paul, overall, better than him. The other name was Dwayne Wade. I don't think Chris Paul, even with a ring this year, gets on Dwayne Wade's level. But I thought that was a somewhat comparable comparison. Third and final time, Ronick, your thoughts?
4: I think people really like Dwayne Wade, and they don't really like Chris Paul. I hate Chris Paul. Um, so that's that's a big part of it. And also, like Wade kind of didn't win a title as the best guy on his team either. Ooh, the first one with Miami, though. He was as good as LeBron, I thought, that year. Yeah, that's true. But he was uh, LeBron's Robin. I would argue he was the best with Shaq, though, was he not? He probably was, but, uh, you know, there's been a lot written about that title and how kind of lucky it was in some ways. So, I mean, but but if the Suns win this year, it'll be a pretty lucky title as well.
0: So comparable, somewhat. Because here's my other argument with Dwayne Wade. I would say he's the third greatest shooting guard of all time. Magic Kobe Dwayne. I would say Chris Paul is the third, maybe fourth best at his position all time. So, Indy did some research. Now we kind of put the card spin on it. Again, I'm not going to waste too much time with LeBron, Carmelo. I mean, LeBron, Durant, and Curry. Those guys have crazy values compared. But I am curious. So, who do you have first on this list, Jesse, for like card to card comparison? Because I'm curious what the ceiling may be for Chris Paul.
3: So he has Carmelo listed on here first. We can go wherever you want, though. So give me like,
0: um, just give me a couple baseline. So he has Topps Chrome in there for everybody.
3: Yeah. Um, well, let's let's start with Chris Paul's values first. So, Bring your
0: energy up. Let's get excited. You ready? Are you, are you fired
3: up? You're going to get dead silence from me with comments like that. All right, let's go to Chris Paul and his value. That's what I, I was looking for. I, I think 2005 that... Tops Chrome Refractor Rookie is probably the one that we don't really need to compare to. It's only got a population of 20. For Chris Paul? Yeah, it's 5,400. I don't believe that number. I mean, I'm going off of the whatever Indy gave us, so
0: let me pull it up, too. Well, I don't believe it, so. Well, Indy, dang it. Pop of 20. All right, regardless. We'll take we'll take pop out of it then cuz all these cards I think are going to have similar pops. Chris Paul's tops chrome refractor value is what? Rookie tops chrome PSA 10 refractor. PSA 10 5400. Okay, what's his base PSA 10 tops chrome? Base
3: PSA 10 tops chrome 1500. Okay. And then
0: what's the other one he did like, So Topps then he paper? did just a tops base, not tops chrome. So oh, And what's that? 552. Okay. So 5300, 1500, 500 roughly. All PSA tens of his rookie. So give me Carmelo. So Carmelo came out the draft prior. So Carmelo, was he two years two thousand Hang on, hang on. What are you looking he, at? It doesn't matter. I, I can't remember if Chris Paul was 0405 or uh um, Paul was 0-5. So he was. So Carmelo, Wade, and Bosher two years earlier. Yeah, yeah I was going to say
3: Carmelo looks to be two years. Um, so Carmelo, Anthony, two thousand three, tops, Chrome refractor. Uh, we're
0: looking at. 1700 oh re- now what's the pop then because it must come into play here 141 yeah seven times the pop okay but a third of the price yes yeah so interesting okay which which i agree with he should not be selling with chris paul what's his tops chrome base so tops chrome base is 427 really also a third all right there's no way as psa 10 tops is, is a third Carmelo's 2003 Tops paper... 250 300 Very close. Really? Now, yeah. the pop on Chris Paul is 225 on that card. What's a pop on Carmelo? Um, For that card, 425 Interesting. So that one's kind of weird. Other than that, he's about a third the price of Chris Paul. That actually kind of just proves the argument. Fine. Chris Paul outsells him. He's going to keep growing. Okay, no problem. D- give me Chris Bosh next.
3: Uh, so Chris Bosh, based on what you were saying, you would expect him to be
0: under Chris Paul? Yeah, I mean, Bosh is almost comparable to me to Carmelo overall. Okay. Not as good of an individual player. He had some crazy years in Toronto, but he was a part of some championships Carmelo was not. So we're looking at 2003 Topps Chrome Refractor for Chris Bosh.
3: Uh, again, a lower pop is only 112 but $910.
0: Interesting. $900 compared to Carmelo's 500 dollars yeah no compared to Carmelo 1700 no 1700 yeah so he's half of Carmelo give me the other two then because if he's not close we're going to deny him waste our time Dwayne Wade was the only one I was really curious about but those two kind of fell in line with it so Chris Bosch doesn't three tops chrome base is $187 PSA 10 PSA 10 that's a straight cash only card I'll tell you that right now that's dirt cheap he's selling for like 40% of Carmelo I'm not a huge Chris, Chris Bosch, like fan all time or like he's an all time great. He's going to be a first ballot guy or he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I shouldn't say first ballot. Didn't he just get in? Ronick, did Chris Bosch get in the Hall of Fame this year? I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that happened this year, didn't it? I I think so. Yeah, I think he's part of the Chris Webber and Paul Pierce class. Yeah, he is. This would have been his first so he's the first ballot guy I think this is his first year of eligibility so give me so now Dwayne Wade is the one that I'm so this is the one I'm super curious about I just let's just do this to break it down tops chrome refractor tops Chrome tops all PSA tens rookies of both Chris Paul's 55 hundred 1500 500 give me the three numbers for Dwayne Wade 8600 a mm, and 275 86 so he is what sixty percent higher? Seventy percent higher? Eighty six hundred compared to $5,500? 5, 5300 That's 50, a huge yeah, 5, jump.
3: Fifty four hundred. Okay. Yeah. Um. The, the fifteen hundred dollar Chris and he Paul has a base. Similar pop count. So. uh yeah. The base is seven fifty four. I'm sorry, nine seventy two. So about a thousand. And Chris Paul was only like five fifty. Yep. And then what's the tops Chrome? Tops Chrome. The two thousand three tops Chrome is nine is a thousand. Maybe wait. So then the tops paper. Is 275.
0: So he's cheaper in paper and he's cheaper in chrome than Chris Paul. That's what, according to this? We Well, and he just did the numbers. I believe him. Yeah. That is interesting. Is there a crazy discrepancy in pop or no?
3: No. I mean, so there's 954 for the uh, tops chrome. For the tops paper, there's about 400. And I mean, granted, Chris Paul's got about a third or less. Maybe like twenty five percent in top in top's Chrome
0: pop count, but a very similar pop count as far as the b- top space. So Chris Paul is the one name I've heard about more than anybody this week. The last couple of weeks, it was like, what does his legacy go? Where does he go going forward? All time, I don't think Chris Paul is higher ranking than than Dwayne Wade. I think Dwayne Wade, like Ronick mentioned, is a more liked player. He was a part of memorable teams, the Big Three in Miami, generational type teams because he was with LeBron. So I'm not sure there's a ton of value with Chris Paul. I had prepared the segment being like, hey, I think the ceiling's going to be way higher because like look at a Dwayne Wade, for example, is way higher. There's going to be some sort of a bump when an all-time great wins his first championship. There's going to be a bump. I would warn then this is not going to be a pump. This is going to be more of a just relaxed type segment, I guess, to start. Break out the pillow and blanket. I'm not going all in on Chris Paul stuff then based on what I see here. And I also know what LeBron numbers are doing. There was an interesting note on LeBron, though. Indy said LeBron's numbers, uh, his top Chrome rookie, PSA 10, is up 32% in the past two weeks. That's red- I, it, very quietly. That has moved from like twelve to 13,000 up to 18,000 in the last couple. That's not a bad sign.
3: So go back to the Wade, uh, Wade comparison to Chris Paul. So I think what we're saying then and correct me if I'm wrong, is you're either thinking that Chris Paul is already plenty high, maybe maybe even too high. Or, Not too high, but, but properly rated. Okay, properly rated. Yep. Or do you think the market, and when I say the market, guys in the hobby have a better overall opinion of Chris Paul than Dwayne Wade? Do
0: you think your opinion is in line with everybody else's? Yeah, so this is, I, I wish we had like, this is why I wish I could just call somebody like basketball experts. If you're asking me who I'm taking all-time, who I think would rank on the all-time list higher, I think Dwayne Wade is is a better overall player than Chris Paul was. Overall, yes. I would take him before the other guy. Interesting, though. Yeah, so I, I guess my thing is here, I would temper expectations with Chris Paul stuff. I would not be... Now, the, the other key factor here is the market is definitely in a dip. If you're looking for Chris Paul stuff long-term, I think this is going to be your last chance to buy it at these prices. He's, I think he's going to win a ring. I think we're going to see the market come back a little bit stronger after the national. So, yeah, I think if you're going to buy Chris Paul and you're cool long term, I just would warn against the guys who are saying, because I've heard some other stupid shows lately, buy Chris Paul is going to be this crazy spike with a championship. I don't think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see a little bit of growth, but I would not go out and just spend a ton of money on it. I think guys are getting fan, you know, these sensationalized opinions of stuff. I don't think it's going to happen. So I think he wins. I think there's decent value there. You can buy now. But I would not be buying now with the intent of like flipping and doubling my money in, in two weeks if he wins a ring.
3: Yeah. The only thing is I I wish what we would have
0: done with this and next time. I wish um, I would have done this whole segment better.
3: Well, I wish I would have known that this was the plan before we got the email literally like five minutes before we started. Well, but going. this is
0: what I wanted. Because my but, no, this is good. my thought. I think my thought is what a lot of guys were. Dude, he's gonna win a ring and look at he's he's way cheaper than his contemporaries. He's really not. Well,
3: my thing is, I would like to have looked at these historically because these are prices, I think, based on right now. Like in these in I mean, he's got a higher pot or a higher price right now based on his performance and the fact that he could get a ring. So maybe these are overinflated, even if he does win a ring or I'm sorry, even if he goes to championships, maybe they still come down a little bit. Just because this, this is all, the hype yes. is right now on him.
0: Yeah, I see. But that's the thing. There's not that much hype. We've been tracking that tops card. Well, you just said all the guys are talking about him on all the shows, right? Guys are talking about him being like, hey, this is the guy to buy. His prices are going to explode. The moron podcasters in this space. But that's my point. These prices are based on like the last 24 hours. But they're not because that tops card we've talked about, that was a straight cash homie three months ago. You can still buy that card for 250 right now. So the prices, there's been some steady growth, like we said on Monday. There's not been an individual spike with him, though. And my thinking is just that, hey, I thought maybe if we look at this historically, there's going to be. Now I just think, no, there's not going to be. There's going to be a little bit of a bump. It's a safe play, but I would not be investing money in him short term. That's my point.
3: I will say that that Chris Paul, $1,500, uh, the Topps Chrome one, it's actually, I was looking at pricing. So that $1,500 is based on Cardlighter's latest numbers, which were yesterday. That card had just sold for $1,600 today. So it's up even
0: more. Even that, though. If you had told me that card sold for $2,500 today, I'd be like, man, people are buying the hype. A $100 bump on a finals appearance? That's what it should... It should be an increase. You know what I'm excited about, by the way? Yeah? Tell the me. The first segment... I mean, I'll be honest with you. Is it Florida? Segment, first segment wasn't great. Very excited. <laughs> well, I, it, it wasn't supposed to be, though. I didn't want this to be a sensationalized thing. We're hyping up Chris Paul like the other morons. So, and I know Apple... You know These reviews, I'm not supposed to insult other shows. Sorry they're <laughs> garbage. It's not my fault. Uh, people are excited about this next segment. I'm gonna put on my proverbial I uh, can't see it—but I'm adjusting my proverbial co-host hat. Oh man, Jesse, take it away. We are ex- actually there is a huge. There was some actually some really big news in the last twelve hours. I would say in the card world. Thank Please. you, card
3: world, for giving me topics to discuss in all straight facts, homie. That's that actually sounds like your grandpa. That's, it
0: that's does like, sound like my grandpa, but people don't need on. to know that. do Well, he's know... dead, too, so he's not saying a lot these days.
3: Does anybody bro? else know a guy named Taze? I think I'm the only guy who has a someone in their life named Taze. I've looked it up. It's not Taz. It's Taze. Why'd
0: well, you have to look it up? He told you his name was Taze. Like, well, I he's...
3: know. I looked it up. If there's other people with the name Taze, it's a very rare name. I'm just saying. Don't Taze me, bro. All right. Straight Facts Homie brings you some big uh, mergers in the world of cards this week. Two major. Two, specifically today, Thursday, July 1st. Um, first one, we'll go, we'll build it up. We'll go small and then big. Uh, if you have not already heard, there's a uh, group called Blackstone who recently purchased CCG. Now, you may be more familiar from the card grading perspective of CSG. Right, that's their parent company. So, CCG does a lot of different grading of different kinds of collectibles, comics, coins, money, coins.
0: comics. Yeah, They are the authority in comics, for sure. Maybe coins as well. I mean, very reputable, very well-known. People yes. kind of, you know what, do your thing and I'll comment after. I'm sorry. I mean no, 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 later. no, you're
3: fine. It's. Ba- I mean, bottom line is they're valuing. And, and what's funny is like a week or two ago, there was news that came out that uh, CCG is doing a lot of hiring of graders. And people were like, oh, they must be making a push. And obviously now we know
0: why. Because yeah, I hate that. By the way, graders by the end of the year, yuck.
3: Blackstone, is, do you have an idea for what they would value this company? I yet? saw the I you so saw, I just saw, it. saw half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars.
0: Didn't PSA? Was it was like seven hundred and ninety or so, Collectors Universe? I think it was seven hundred or something. Yeah. So I saw a couple of the names. Jay Z with Rock Nation was a big one in this one, uh, and Michael Rubin, who is the, I don't know if he's the owner. The the Fanatics guy, which Fanatics is stupid money. Um, That's that's interesting. You know, my knock with CSG all along has been there's not a whole lot of marketing on the card side. And maybe they're content not to be. Maybe the thing is just we're doing comics and coins, but they're backed up well over 100 days from everybody I talk talk to who's using them. Resale value is very low anyways. Uh, Maybe they're going to make some big push here, but as of right now, I don't think they're a viable option to grade with. I don't know why you would use them for anything. Resale stinks and you can't get your stuff back. So,
3: overall, I think if you're looking for I mean collectibles besides cards, maybe they are an option because we don't really know who else the
0: other graders are, but Agreed. I think they are the option.
3: Yeah. Yep. Um, so big yeah. news though. That's a little uh uh collaboration we're seeing here. Now, uh the big one, if you haven't already heard, uh PSA owners um it, oh, it, collector's oh, it? Universe. Collector's Universe.
0: Collector's Universe just purchased Golden Auctions. So here's my first question to you. And I was really hoping, Bill... Ronick, are we supposed to have a, like a guest <laughs> Is today? Is Bill come? Is I texted Bill because I wanted to know how does that impact the churning group being involved? Do they get bought out? Do they still... I, I don't know. I mean, if Churnin put
3: money into them, that means they probably worked it out for shares, some kind of privately held shares, which just means that now their shares are worth more. I mean, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, we don't know what those that anything about that deal, but that's how those typically work. Basically, there's there's already some questions. How is this going to work as far as like, you know, these two could mutually benefit each other if they wanted to, obviously. Of course. Uh, But. You know, who knows if this is true, but King Golden, who has agreed to stay on for a number of years, he signed a contract that he's he's not going anywhere. Most of the people involved with Golden aren't going anywhere. He says that um, they're operating the same today as they did yesterday. I found this interesting. He says uh, they're going to put up a firewall between the two Golden and Collectors Universe. Um, He says they still plan on doing business with PSA's competitors and they'll continue to use SGC and Beckett. Now, that's a direct quote. I just found it interesting that they put
0: SG. they said SGC and Beckett. Those are the only three grading companies they they will sell cards for right Well,
3: now. I just find it interesting that they said SGC first. I, it's just oh, weird should. to me that SGC has
0: grown so so much so quickly that I don't, because I don't think that would have been the case maybe earlier this year. Speaking of SGC, before I forget, let me just throw this other note. There's a LeBron Exquisite 03 Rookie RPA to 99. It's an SGC 9.5 card gem mint and the auto's gem, 9.510. That's going up for auction at PWCC this week.
3: That'll be interesting.
0: I think that's a seven-figure card for sure. I really do. You think seven figures? Wow. I think so. I mean, because the one numbered to 23, which is a crazy lower parallel sold for multi-millions, I think goes over a million, which is an awesome sign. And it's also a sign, too. I I, I still am curious to see, and we've seen a little bit, and and I'll update you on my SGC orders. The order's coming back as they start hitting the market, will the resale start to pick up a little bit as it has kind of keep that momentum, but we've got a well over $5 million Ruth SGC. I think it's going to be a million dollar LeBron SGC, you know, pre-war cards, monster vintage cards, six, seven figure cards That T two Oh six collections worth millions SGC. There's not a question of, you know, authenticity and like dependability. I just think that's the next step. Once once they start the resale starts to pick up consistently, they're going to see changes. A big factor in that too. I'm curious because today was a big was kind of a day of reckoning, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, PSA was supposed to open back up today. They opened up one service level, express. It's now two hundred dollars a card. From what I'm hearing, it's going to be four to six weeks to get your stuff back. Well, do you know what it was before that? One fifty. It was one fifty. So, mm-hmm. and before that, it was even less. But it was one fifty before the shutdown. So 200 bucks a card, if you're sitting there, which we know people, I mean, we've had guys in the Facebook group, guys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, tell us, I'm still just holding my stacks of cards to send in when they open back up. I don't think this changes anything for anybody. If you were going to send in at $300 and get it back in a week, you would have already done that. Now that it's going to be $200 in two months, I don't think that changes anything. I I really don't. I don't, ha- And I don't have any clue. If you're looking for an option that's going to be under $100, I don't think we're going to see it this calendar year. And from the people I've spoken to, they don't think so either. So I think bottom line is Nat. Nat probably knew all that when he came on, like that, that was going to be
3: the only level. And I think and that's, that's what he said.
0: He, think, he kind of alluded to that.
3: Yeah. And I think that this is by far probably the only option that they could go with because I, who knows what their backlog is, but I can't imagine five to 6 million. Is what that's I'm what gonna, I, know, so. but I mean, like it couldn't have gone down significantly over that short of a window because that's so
0: many cards And they're not just hiring people on a whim to pump cards out, which I respect. Exactly. The flip side of that, though, is you're not going to run through the backlog. So, yeah, if PSA wasn't an option at 300, I don't think this changes hardly anything. So,
3: would you say, is there now a lower
0: price or no? Like that you would send a card to to PSA? I don't think 100 bucks, because now you're, yes, it's saving me $100, but it's going to take an extra four to six weeks. No, I'm not overly impressed by that. I don't, it's fine. But I don't I don't think it changed anything for 96 percent of people.
3: I would like to find out here here from them as far as when we might get news on another level opening. Maybe not even tell us what the level is. I just
0: want to know what the progressive steps are. I'm going to go in a limb and say based on today, the next level to open will be regular, which was 100. I'm sure it's going to be 150 and that'll open in two or three months. Plus, like we said, they're going to shut down the end of July for the week with National and take on stuff there. Again, if you want to be the PSA fanboy and just hold up because you're worried about just the individual return on the card, I have no problem with that. I think you're short-sighted and leaving money on the table. That's all I'll say.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. my mind and now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the hotels.com app whether you're looking for a family-friendly right all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices ratings and amenities side by side so start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the hotels.com app
2: jedi are being murdered on June 4th, Star Wars returns, only on Disney+. Plus. I didn't do it! Believe me! She was my student. Let me be the one to bring her in. Now she is a student of the dark side.
1: An acolyte. Star Wars The Acolyte, two-episode premiere June 4th, only on Disney+. Plus.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil change, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
4: Um,
3: a couple other brief notes in the Straight Facts homie, section. Uh I found this interesting. I don't know if you've noticed this, but we keep getting uh, news articles, like in the, you know, not sports cards-focused news, but just like sports in general. Like our Washington Post article? Well, that is actually, that's a good example of one that talks about how the card industry is booming or it's coming back. Okay. This is an article that just came out, like, that, that article specifically, the Washington Post one, came out like, what, a week
0: or so ago? Yeah, a week or two. Yeah, And but we now, were just called the show with a link to our show on the Ring, yeah, card. yeah. The ringer card show,
3: which is But cool. how, how long have we been in a sports card boom? You know, we've been, this has yeah. been going on a for a while. A we've already seen a spike and it coming back down and equalizing. Um, and to that point, I saw another article today that just talks about local uh grand forks is is the area that was putting out this newspaper but it's just talking about you know pandemic inspired sports card boom experts seeing national trend and i'm just like where where were you six months ago where have you guys been the last six months but what that shows me is the general public still is so unaware of what's going on and i know that just from i i'm in more circles of people who don't know about cards than you are probably sure and i tell them like yeah, I, I, I help out with a sports card podcast. Well, I host it, I tell them, but they don't need to know anything else. They know it's um, not true. And bottom line is they're like, oh, sports, is that a thing? So bottom- Is that still a thing? That's, yeah. That's
0: the most common response I get, by the way. Is that still a thing? I think that the fact that we are still seeing
3: so many people not know is actually a good thing. I think it gives sure. more opportunity, more time for people to get accustomed to it, especially now that we're hearing about You know, if Golden is now getting bought out and we know Golden's got the TV show, you know, they're going to be working in PSA is going to be on that show. You know that there's going to be other guys. I just saw another like there's some pitcher who's about to start some TV show where he's going around to card shops around the country. Bottom line is we're seeing this industry continue to grow. I don't want I want to just emphasize that in the case for those people who are worried that, you know, the market's slowed down or, or dead or something like that.
0: I'm starting to think we're at the floor, by the way.
3: I really am starting do to think. I too. And that's kind of why I want to emphasize this, is that I think the pricing is finally leveled out because it got way too high. We've said that a hundred times. No too question. high, too fast. But now we're seeing it level out. And now we haven't seen the, the conversation die. I would, if anything, I would expect that that conversation, these news articles, they would stop. But we're not. And you're going to see
0: major more. media coverage at the exactly. national HBO real sports reached out to us. I talked to that guy on the phone. They're thinking about doing a big thing, which would be huge. Um, they may even go down to Nate shop, grand slam collectible, which if that's the case, I already told him I am photo bombing that session. Cause I gave I gave him that name. Yeah, I agree. Anything else news. It's a big news segment. Actually.
3: I, I was, I was going to ask you this. Do you know anything about
0: uh home run ball authentication? I never, anytime your question starts with that, it's always, no. I never know. You never- I'm sorry. I never have any <laughs> I ask idea. a lot
3: of questions. In Authenticating,
0: bag. like if you catch a home run ball at a stadium, how to authenticate it? Yeah.
3: No. Okay. I just, I, there's a really interesting article about Uh, Wander Franco's first home run ball and how you authenticate that and all that bottom line is if you go to a game and you want to get a ball authenticated there's almost no chance of it actually being able to be authenticated unless the MLB will do for like guys like major league guys guys who's hitting their 500th ball they will Mm -hmm. actually mark the baseball in a certain way so that when it leaves their line of sight. And then it comes back to be authenticated. They can say for sure, "Oh yeah, that is it," because
0: we authenticated. It's called it. the Dwight Schrute method. Yeah, Exactly. You want to mark the baby in a secret, super secret sort of way that only, only you, you know. <laughs> That's fair. Yep. So, anyways,
3: that is your straight facts, homie.
0: Pretty good. Uh, we left them hanging the other day with Chris Middleton pricing. Yes. Yeah, we said we were going to come put back to that. My entire reputation on the line. Some would argue that is not a lot to put on the line. What did
3: you say? Did you say
0: up or down? I said, hold Pat. It may be a small increase. The point was, though, sell it now. Don't go out and buy the hype. That's another one of these hot names lately. People have been telling me. These other podcasts and YouTube show hosts who have the personality of a dead cat and have just ridiculous takes with no accountability. Uh, By the way, I do have to give a little shout-out to Card Ladder. Chris and I never remember the nerdy guy's name. He's like the computer. Josh, you want to say? Maybe. I don't know. He insulted me months ago, so I haven't forgiven him. Uh, no, but they were talking about this, like a co- accountability with content creators, and I could not agree more. I, I do start to get sick. I've been delving into the world of podcasting a lot more to see what other people do, what can we improve on, you know, what are we doing better or worse than them, whatever, and there's never any accountability. Go buy Chris Middleton. He's going to be the finals MVP. What are his prices now? And if they're lower, it's like, oh, well, well, on to the next
3: guy. I would like to pump the brakes there, because I don't know if we have that much accountability Granted, we will call ourselves out. When do I not come out and say we're wrong? I mean, we you will do it. I'm just saying, sometimes we don't think about it. We forget and we just move on. And then we've said something that was completely wrong. So
0: Yeah, saying, when it's completely wrong, I, I completely own you. it. And we talk about it on here, or we have a conversation like this. I don't care if you don't like the show, you don't agree with things on here. I will stand by the picks we make. And there's a no reason we haven't been doing straight Cash Homie the past few months or these stupid top five great buys because no one understands the market right now, including me. What did Chris Middleton do?
3: Chris Middleton, last time we talked about it, I believe was like two thousand twelve
0: Prism PSA ten. It was yes. more like two hundred. There was the one two fifty sale, but the other ones were two hundred.
3: Yeah, okay. So what's it at right now? Uh, so I'm looking at this as of yesterday, or I'm sorry, as of the twenty eighth. For some reason, that's the last card sale it shows on CardLadder, but it was two seventy five. I looked up on eBay. Um, he had he's also had like a two ninety five for again. This is his. 2012, Panini,
0: Prism, PSA 10. Um, so, jumped quite a bit. Okay, so yeah, I'm looking at it here. Here's what's funny. Some of these sold for 295 and the same ones are relisted. I don't know, so I'm not sure what the last legitimate sale is. The last two legitimate sales I see, the 27th, which would have been the, before he went nuts in the last game, that they won, which was game four. After the game five loss, though, I don't see any legitimate sales yet. And I see stuff listed at 295 or best offer still, which makes me think those were not yeah. So that's what I'm telling you. I don't think his market has moved. I, I do find it interesting. I guess guys are just in the stance the
3: idea of I'm just gonna hold at this point because nothing has sold. I mean, and when I say nothing sold, it doesn't even show past June twenty eighth, I don't see a listing completing.
0: Correct. So I don't see, any I don't sold. see Yeah, I don't, I don't see. But I see some of those ones that days. sold right before. Now that Giannis is hurt and people are thinking they're gonna lose the series. Well, all of a sudden, isn't it funny? Those cards are back up for sale. Maybe they weren't the most legit sales in the first place. I, I just don't think his market has moved. We'll have to revisit this one. The other guy who's pricing I want to talk about, Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber is destroying the ball. Nice job Cubs getting rid of that guy. He's playing for the Nationals this year. He's got, let me give you the quick rundown, 25 homers, 53 RBI. Kid is, It's in the last couple of weeks, he's been exploding. Um, if not for Vlad and Otani, we'd be talking a lot more about this kid um do you, I, I just had general just kind of some pricing on him so 2014 bowman draft was his first prospect auto. you have anything from 2014 on there
3: well i did look up his pricing however it was very hard to find which one i think he's like so not known that his rookie is not uh that prominent as far as which one is the actual rookie yeah because so i 20... found a 2016 tops that was very popular
0: and that is too, for sure. It's his first tops, tops, chrome stuff. So, 2014 is the picture. It's a Cubs uniform, obviously. He's in his catching uh, attire. Um, but just to put that into perspective, too, you can buy a nine five ten of that for like 125 to 135 bucks right now. If that kid keeps playing like this and the Nationals keep winning, and this is with Soto not having the kind of year I think he will, I I never thought I'd say this because I have been down on Schwarber even back in the day when he was selling high. I don't think Schwarber's a bad buy right now. His market has certainly heated up, but look at him in comparison to, in comparison to other guys putting up these type of numbers. Now, granted, it's going to be tough for him to climb that hill because when you go years of mediocre play and you get traded, it hurts your hobby value and it takes time to get that back. At this point, though, dude, he's he is slaughtering the ball. That's what I would stick with, though. I, to me, if you're going to stick with one, in general, especially in, in baseball, the ones when a market is affected, almost always the first effect and the most significant impact price-wise is going to be on the player's first Bowman prospect card. So Kyle Schwarber, I would specifically, is this an auto
3: that you're talking about?
0: Yep. So you can buy his okay. 2014 Bowman Chrome. This one, I like nine five tens for BGS for Bowman Chrome stuff. But that's what I would buy. 2014 Bowman Chrome. He's wearing the catcher's uniform autograph. 9510. I mean, you can get it under 150 bucks. I just think that's the type of card that all of a sudden people really start noticing and you'll see a big hit on that. And all of a sudden it'll jump quite a bit. When it does though, to me, Schwaber's a guy I'd go short-term with. I also like his 2016, um, he's got Bowman Chrome, like a second prospect stuff there. That stuff will improve as well and increase in price. It'll just be a little bit slower and less dramatic than the 14. So if you're gonna bet on Schwarber, just bet on the prospect. Go with his first prospect card. There you go. Quick note. Almost a straight cash homie.
3: Do you have not. you've got straight cash on me? I got two this you?
0: week. One comes courtesy of in well, first I looked up I was doing the Chris Paul research. You can still buy his 2009. I want you to go on Starstock actually and see if there's a PSA nine tops Chris Paul rookie while we're doing this. There was there were one or two sitting on eBay this morning at 225. I just think that's a decent buy. I think it's a safe buy. I think it's a decent play. Um, and that's the type of card. The high-end stuff, I think people kind of had that leeriness still from February. Like, I'm not going to go buy the Topps Chrome Refractor for 5,500 because what if it only goes up 10%, and then I got to sell it on eBay myself, eat the fees, or even. But a card like that 2005 Topps Paper PSA9, to me, if you can find that card for 200 to 225, that's one of the exceptions where I think, although his overall market is not going to do this amazing spike, that card could jump 20 or 30% to me very easily. Uh, and I'd be interested to see if that's a uh, t- so to me that's a good buy right now and and long term I think it's safe did you find any on there
3: you said it was the 2005 uh tops or tops
0: chrome tops okay um yeah so, I've, so what I've, are you finding on star stock in general Does he have tops chrome
3: uh he's got he well he's got tops he has a
0: tops chrome basketball as well a uh, basketball of course. how much money do we have in that account we um, threw some money in there early we got a little star stock so, promo
3: so we've got $500 left. It's because, remember a few weeks ago, we- Sam Darnold. We wanted that. Well, there was that. Um, but we also wanted that Mbappe, but you were like, I don't want to spend over $220 did on it. Did you buy the Mbappe? I put the offer in at $220 when it was selling for like $275 to $300. Recently, he, I guess like he did not- They got eliminated. He choked a little bit, apparently, uh, from what I heard. But um, that immediately dropped. And
0: our offer was accepted. And now it's up to like 275 so. Oh, so we made money. What's the Darnold at? We bought a Sam Darnold Prism PSA 10. on Again, starstock.com. If you use the sign-up code NONSENSE, all lowercase, you get 10 bucks for free. There's a promo. Boom. Um,
3: there, there's a link on our website there. Um, we've got direct links now to all things Starstock. Go check out the card services page. Right, Sam Darnold yep. is We Carly's- bought that at $1. 40? Uh, Let's see. What did we buy this at? It tracks Um, what you paid, right? Yeah.
0: While you're looking that up, the appeal to me of StarStock is, well, you can buy cards on the platform, and like me and Jesse, we just don't have them shipped to us. They will hold it. Then you can instantly buy and sell on there, and it just trades ownership from portfolio to portfolio. That, to me, is a great site because it's easy to make money on it. When something spikes and guys want to sell quick, you don't have to worry about returns or shipping times on eBay and different stuff. So I think it's useful in that respect. They're also making a big push now with the breaking thing. You know, they're making a big push with marketing. Obviously, it's a platform like anything else. If they can get more users, it becomes a more viable marketplace. So I hope it keeps growing. They've been good to us. So we bought the card for about 145 Right now, it's eh, about
3: one 152 is what the, they're okay. asking for it. And so. to me,
0: like I said, the Darnold is a card at 150 I bought that with the intent of by week four, people say, hey, Carolina, Carolina's offense is good. I still think Sam Darnold's a good buy. Risky, but that's one I'm willing to take a shot on.
3: Back to Chris Paul, 2005. We, I don't know if they've got a PSA nine. Oh no, we do. Uh, PSA nine. Ooh, they're asking 285 for it.
0: Yeah, and I'm asking to be six feet tall. I mean, you know, <laughs> get what you want. Put in an <laughs> offer. 200. La- latest sale was 220. I will say
3: that. So, so put in an offer of two. Put 221.
0: Two hundred. Um, two hundred and twenty dollars and one penny. Here's the only thing. I kind of want to go a little bit. I want to low ball. Him, I but want you to put in that offer right now. Uh, 200 then. I don't care. Put the, reason,
3: the reason I say that is because there's already there is an offer out here, but it's only for 50 bucks.
0: Yeah. So put an offer at like 200, whatever you want to do. I would like to this one I'm going to start doing. Put our money where our mouth is with some of these straight cash homies. If we don't get that, I'll buy the one on eBay for 225. OK, so there's that. There was also a card. Indy found actually a good straight cash homie and bought two of these. So I'm pumping and dumping now for Indy. Look at me. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, I mean, just you know, rig the system as much. as I don't as we like can. this
3: episode. There's been no banter. You've been all business, and that's fine. It's been fine. I mean, sports cards wise, it's been great, but banter wise,
0: we talked before the show. What did we talk? I about? have serious. He- you know, what we talked about you've had a real attitude lately. I've not been thrilled with it. I'm not. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I Here's the thing.
3: About. You're saying all this, and then people are going to actually think that's real. And I think we discussed that you have had the attitude because right. you perceived I did. No, this is what
0: what were talking you talking about? I was getting no. back to business. I'm done. I quit. You know what's going to cure the irritation between us, though? Spending a week together. I'm excited. Awkward silence. Ronix, like, I'm not, am I supposed to cut this? What's going on? Don't cut it. Keep it all in there. Back Let to the cards. Know. Here's Indy's straight cash homie, which I completely signed off on 2019 tops update it's the throwing version so vlad blue jersey throwing the ball it's the gold and this was a psa 9 there were multiple available for 175 to why is that a good buy acuna and soto acuna is 400 to 600 Soto was doing like 750 to a thousand this is one of the vlad cards that for some reason has not caught up uh he wednesday so yesterday he bought one for 175 he then bought another one wednesday night that's a i mean vlad pricing should not be quite frankly shouldn't be any lower than those guys at this point you want to say it's 20% lower fine that's a cheap card 2019 tops update gold psa 9 200 bucks or less seems like a very good buy to me i'm just checking vlad's pricing right
3: now on 2019 tops chrome psa 10 I mean, you're saying the gold though should be no, higher. No,
0: not. tops update. Not
3: yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no,
0: no, no. I know you're talking about a
3: different card. Oh, I'm sorry. The the base card doing 255. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't think is it Chrome would be doing. Chrome
0: PSA tens doing 250.
3: Yeah, this is the
0: 2019 tops Chrome PSA ten. Yes, doing. That's a good sign, though. I mean, that's yeah. that's about what Tatis is doing now. Well, but Tatis had jumped all the way up. To, I'd sold three or four at 450 about a month and a half ago, of Tatis.
3: So. This card specifically has not sold. You sold this card for over 300? Tatis I sold. Oh, I'm sorry, Tatis. I yep. apologize. So yeah, this card in particular has been, I thought there was a bigger dip, but it's not. His card is,
0: these are new highs,
3: like I said, the last few days.
0: Oh, because he's murdering the ball right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's killing it. Absolutely. The only time, the only time you got to get careful with Vlad pricing is as we get toward the end of the year, if it's looking like they have zero shot at the playoffs, and you're not looking to hold long-term, that's the type, then I would start to look at, okay, maybe time to move off some Vlad. So, oh, we're buying the thing on StarStock. There you go, the crisp. It's, it has been offered. We will see if we get it. I'll let you know. I want to do mailbag at the end here. We got a lot of good mailbag. Next Tuesday, when I'm doing the solo show, I was thinking about bringing Indy on for a few minutes, throw some numbers Indy around. requested to come on. I think that would be a great idea. You co-sign on this.
3: Absolutely. I think Indy's... Uh, Well, actually, I don't know if I've ever actually
0: heard him talk on the like anything besides like a brief call with us. But yeah, here's the thing. And he also that call with us, the internet wasn't. So here's the thing, kid. We want to have you on. However, if you're going to come on for that day and help out, you got to have good audio and good internet connection.
3: Also, you have to be prepared that Mike will destroy you mentally. I would never insult him down down to your core. (laughs) I would never insult a friend. I
0: would never insult (laughs) a friend like that.
3: (laughs) I can't wait for our vacation together.
0: Really oh, good. I'm excited. All right,
3: that's it. Let's go to Mailbag. Mailbag. All right. First question from a week ago. Trent Hartung from the Facebook. Is now the time to be buying Juan Soto or wait longer for them to keep dropping? I think he's bow- he has
0: a bounce back coming up, but probably not till next year. Oh, see, I disagree because I think they're still going to make the. Pl- I actually think the Nats, they're still winning, still over 500. I think they're still going to make the playoffs. And I just don't see him continuing to be average the rest of the year. So, I'm not saying, like, this is the absolute floor, but I think you're safe buying it at the pricing right now.
3: Nicholas Mes- yep. Mesolela from the Facebook. How come you guys don't dress better and aren't better looking now that you've reached the big time? Well, I I don't know. I feel like my hair is pretty much on point. The rest of my body's never looked good, so I don't know what to tell you. This is about as good I, as it I gets. don't
0: think Nicholas looks good, so...
3: shove it pal
0: (laughs) yeah of it pal any more questions uh
3: connor connor larson what is your (laughs) don't i'm mad at you stop what is your take on non-traditional patches uh such as hat sock cleat more or less valuable than jersey patch
0: yeah so like in a lot of products now immaculate's been known for this you'll get like a a super thick card with a game use patch of something and it'll be like he says, off a different item as opposed to just jersey. You know, a lot of times they're way more colorful than just solo jersey, like single color jersey patches. So a lot of times they sell really well. So yeah, I have no problem with them. I like them. It's all about the look to me on patch cards. I would say not from me because I, I don't know what the financial difference would be. But personally,
3: I think the the ones with like a piece of bat or like anything besides a jersey, I think is really cool because
0: yeah. More unique.
3: Yeah. just, yeah. Some I most people don't have
0: yeah, like some of the cleat patches are like, or like an NFL. Some of the glove patches have like 48 colors. It's awesome looking and they sell really well because of it. Thanks Connor for your question. Thanks Jesse for your reading the question. John Ruckman from the Facebook. Do you think it is still
3: worth it to send second year Brady's into SGC or do they fall victim to the
0: base is dead argument? Well, Brady base isn't dead. Second-year Brady, 2001 Brady cards. Yeah, that market is not exactly dipping right now. Although Brady rookie stuff, interestingly enough, uh, some of his stuff has come way down. And I think it's a... And a lot of guys are talking, though, they've been buying it up because of that. Um, Yeah, I think it's still worth it. Second-year base for Brady probably still sells really well in a high grade, so... Individual basis, but yeah.
3: The... When he's talking about, like, um sending it into SGC, would you do that? Or would you send it somewhere else? Second-year Brady?
0: Yeah, so it depends. If the card... I'm trying to think of some of his second-year cards. Like, if the card is worth $50 raw, but a 9-5 in SGC form is worth a couple hundred, for 25 bucks. send it to SGC. Now, if it's a rarer card than that, or some of the base... Again, I don't... I'm not sure if he had his tops Chrome come out that year because he didn't have a rookie tops Chrome. Although I want to say with Brady, it's 2002. I could be totally wrong. I don't know if he had a 2001 Topps Chrome card. I remember the O2, like, with the green border. But, like, say, for example, he has a 2001 base card that sells, for whatever reason, for $800 raw. No, it's probably still worth it to send a PSA if it's high enough grade. Because it's going to command that resale value. Yeah, absolutely. Eric Melch. Post-ASB, guys uh, to look
3: at in MLB who have underperformed in the first half of the season. Uh, I'll uh I'll examples. I was like, what yeah. are you talking I'm just so glad you knew what ASB was because I had nothing to yeah, that Yeah, it caught me for a minute. Um, okay, Glaber, Lindor, Kyle Lewis, these are the examples you gave.
0: Man, I like all three of those guys, but I've been wrong about two of them in particular. I thought Glaber was going to come out crushing the ball in New York, and he just hasn't, and New York is not playing well. Kyle Lewis keeps, you know, Kyle Lewis another guy. We've seen sustained power from him, but not this year. The nice thing about Kyle Lewis is, you know, they still play in a fairly easy division. Of those three, I guess I would lean toward Lindor. The Mets are playing pretty well. I think Lindor has the, by far the most proven track record there. So I guess I'd go with Lindor out of those three. I don't hate I don't hate somebody taking a flyer on any of those three though.
3: There was someone who asked the question. I don't think I put it in here, but if you had uh like a straight YOLO homie of like not someone you think based on like performance long but like yeah, you think could perform well and therefore his value
0: goes up. You know, I'd go back to the I'm boring with these picks a lot of times. I'd go back to Bobby Dahlbeck. Like, that's a guy on a first-place Red Sox team that if you told me in the month of September he had, you know, 11 home runs or something insane, I could see that. I'd take a shot on a guy. If I was going to take a shot, that would be on a guy with home run power. That's what catches headlines. That's the type of stuff people want to see. So he's that type of fit. Fits the bill. He's come down off his, off his highs. I would take a flyer on that if I was inclined to do so. Take a flyer. That's like when you, when people are like handing out, you just take a. Yep. Was. No, I think that's a good joke. (laughs) Next question. Is this relationship salvageable on or off air from the Facebook? Yes to both. Thank you for saying that. It's really nice. John Harden, our boy. Happy John. Happy John. John.
3: With the NCAA name and likeness uh, legislation going into effect tomorrow, do you think we'll start to see cards for players still in college.
0: Yeah, so basically players are going to get paid for some of this stuff with their video games. So I think what we're going to see is more stuff like we saw this year with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence made that deal with tops. Remember we had talked about those packs they released. I think you're going to see some really major... Maybe we see a whole spinoff brand where guys just produce college cards that have some sort of licensing or likeness. I, I don't know how exactly it would be. I'm not sure the effect value-wise that we'll see. But I have to think that all of a sudden we'll see a bunch of things enter this space.
3: So, this question is namely about cards where the players would get paid themselves, because don't they already make cards with players in their college jerseys?
0: Yes. Yep, they do. Yeah. Okay. Chronicles draft comes up. So, this I think would be an offshoot where players, I, I think this will lead to players doing what Trevor Lawrence did while they're in school, though. Okay. Like Trevor Lawrence could have done this after a sophomore year. He had a monster season, won the national, I think it was a sophomore year, freshman year. I don't, I don't follow college sports enough, but that's the type of guy who could have done that earlier and just done his own offshoot brand and got paid for it. Cause right now you can't get paid for anything.
3: So the reason I asked that is just because you've often said that college Jersey stuff is not as valuable. So
0: it's I mean, not as valuable in the spectrum of, Hey, why buy this Trevor Lawrence Clemson Jersey uniform thing? When in two months I could buy his pro uniform stuff. Well, if this, if this happens to a sophomore quarterback, though, when he's not going to enter the draft for another year and a half, it becomes uh, valuable okay. because all of a sudden this is for early access to these guys.
3: Okay. That could that be, to sense.
0: me, that's the game-changing aspect there.
3: Okay, cool. Um, Cameron Lathlian from the Facebook. Do you feel the large volume of injuries in the, the NBA Finals is creating less interest in people watching, therefore affecting the overall card market as top tier players are out and therefore not
0: being purchased as they're not relevant or not as relevant? I mean, no. I, you know, guys are injured, so they're not being seen. But, you know, this happens every year. When guys get eliminated, the market tick- technically drops. Also, the big dip started in February when everybody was still playing. So I don't think it has anything to do with the overall dip in the market. It's been brutal this year, though. I mean, you could make an all all-time all-decade team just based on guys who were knocked out of the playoffs with injury. Even now including Giannis and Trey, they're both affected. Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Jamal Murray, um James Harden, Kyrie Irving. It's ridiculous this year the amount of top-tier like all-time great player type guys that have been eliminated. I yeah, that it's been tough.
3: Okay, I'm glad you said that cuz like as someone who like this is the first year he's really even paid much attention to sports, this is like the first time I've our, our, this is the only time I've ever really remembered seeing so many people injured. I just thought this was regular and maybe I was missing it, but no, so this is this not year, normal.
0: this year has been absolutely... Um, Trey Young has no business in that Atlanta team making the finals this year, and I think they're going to, and injuries play a large part in that. Really? Yeah, I mean, even Chris Paul, you can't tell me anybody was taking the Phoenix. 99% of people thought the Lakers were going to be healthy and beat the Suns first round. Yeah, that's true. Major injuries. Game changer. A healthy Denver team, I take over Phoenix eight times out of ten to beat them in a final in a in a playoff series. Do you think there's an asterisk next to this season? Nah, because nobody ever remembers that type of stuff. Okay. No, nope. I, th- I think that's a very overplayed theory.
3: Don Cox. Oh, this is not a real question. Uh, can Jesse get a T-shirt
0: launcher at the Nationals to pass out SCN swag? Oh. Actually, it would be kind of fun. Where do we get one? Just throw it i he need a launcher? There's going to be 10 people in the audience. It's not like there's going to be 300 people watching All this. right. Not to uh, Just put kidding. me down
3: any more than usual, but I will say my throwing arm, not not quite up to par for uh,
0: comparing to a Canon, so we'll see. We will have an official time, by the way. It sounds like tomorrow. We'll probably announce it on our socials, I think. Or we'll announce it soon for sure, because it looks like we're going to be locked in. Definitely have some space at the National on the main stage. I would... I would like to verify that conversation before we announce that. But that's fine. See, If you announce it now, it's pressure down. Now, pressure's on them. <laughs> and if not, like I said last week, I'll do it. I'll literally just do the show live in front of the stage and you won't be able to remove me. So, yep. If you want to get to me, you get through Jesse.
3: That's fair. Zach Thomason,
0: have you invested in any wide receivers? Uh, Randy Moss. I have some really nice Randy Moss stuff. Any, um, any real current guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Oh, no, excuse me, not Jamar Chase. Jalen Waddle. I've got a couple cards of him, the kid for Miami, because I'm high on Tua, so I'm high on him. I think he's going to have a big year. And I like Ron Dale more, the kid for Arizona I talked about. The guys I talk about, I generally try to buy. So,
3: yes. I wonder, too, with the increase in popularity in the card market, if that also expands
0: the increase in p- player positions that gain interest. Absolutely, it will. Because guys like yourself, I mean, I know you're not like crazy interested in sports all of a sudden, but you have an interest in the, mar- in the card market. You come in, you're like, this guy's a top running back in the game. I don't care. There's like this perceived notion by hobbyists, like, oh, it's only quarterbacks. Well, you come in, you're like, I don't care about that. I think this guy's good. I'm going to buy him. There's more and more of that coming in because we're seeing more new blood. So these old traditional things are going out the window, which I think is fantastic. Well, like for the Titans,
3: you know, because I'm a I'm a slight fanboy for the Titans, just being local, and Julio Jones um, on the team. I mean, I would think that yeah. that one would have gain like especially if you could get an auto because i was going through my drawer i don't before we it's funny before we ever started the podcast even when we were doing it on our own i would like buy packs of cards every once yeah, in a while I and that. i would just be like hey what's their value and you'd say it's all crap i hate you get out of my house and i would leave crying but then i would hold on to the cards just to look at them later and i look through i do have several audio uh, audio uh autos but they're all like defensive linemen or uh wide receiver or something like that. And I'm like, I, I just think like, Oh, these aren't worth anything, but who knows? Maybe one day, maybe there's some value, especially as
0: the hobby grows. What's funny is I tell you to get out of the house and I'd be in your house when I'd say that. Yeah. that's what was weird. <laughs> get it's out of my house. That. You're in
3: my house. Um, but then you'd leave. I feel a little better. <laughs> I feel like we're joking around a little bit. Okay.
0: I do too. I, I, I don't yeah. need an awkward. I think we can both agree.
3: We oh, need no.
0: a wind down on this vacation. Oh, oh my goodness! Here's it has been. I'm excited. Yeah, it's been, it's I think we're gonna month. have a
3: real fun time.
0: I do too. And we're doing both shows. And Jesse was like, "I don't know." I think he thought the Tuesday show is a mistake. It is gonna put my mind more at ease doing the show.
3: And I want to preface why I thought it was a mistake. Not I. I'm all for bringing the audience. I just want Mike to calm down and relax. But I'll tell you what, Mike is. Mike, and this is one of the reasons why I follow him into business and why he's so successful. He is one of the like CEO. God, I hate to about to compliment you. Shut up Um, your video. I don't want to look at each other when you say this. Don't look look at me. But he has the mentality of all those people that you see are so successful because his mind doesn't stop. Like if he's relaxing on the beach, that's almost like a punishment in some sense after a while. Like he can enjoy it for a short period, but then he has to be doing something. He was talking to me, he's like wanting to go around to card shops while we're down there. Granted, I might go to one or two or something if we find it, but my first thought is going to the beach is sitting on the beach and going in the ocean and like, you know, we got a golf cart, we're gonna drive it around. These are my ideas of having fun. Your idea is still, I wanna be having fun, but I also wanna be recording the podcast and looking into business and all this stuff. So I will say there's a reason why you have guarded the success that you have. This is the only compliment you'll get from now till the end of the trip. Thank you.
0: I respect that. Um, yeah, like Tuesday, for example, to me next week is like a perfect day to me. I get to wake up, chill, have breakfast, like hang out with the family. We'll go to the beach for an hour or two. I'll take the dogs for a run. Then I can go back home and work and do the show stuff and then go back to that same scene. That to me is an awesome. Yeah, I don't I, I don't do well just sitting around relaxing and like just not doing anything. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not it's not comforting to me. I don't know. It's a weird. A it's weird not you, thing, it's me.
3: But I'm I'm happy for you. I'm not. But I mean, I'm glad I, as long as you're not stressed
0: out by the time we leave. I no, won't we'll be. And I'll then Thursday we're going to do our show together like normal.
3: Exactly. Oh man, can we do it at the
0: beach? Have we any thought that? That's good. That's good for audio. Actually, <laughs> people
3: want to know it's authentic. They want to hear I those seagulls. Care. Do it under
0: the water for all I care.
3: Here, let me do some seagull
0: sound. Oh, be do you ocean want to read more, that was very good, though. Do you want to read more mailbag <laughs> questions? Or?
3: No, I don't, because that's all we do is business. People want to hear the ocean noises. All right, yes. We've back. Got to to, yep, <laughs> back to the mailbag. Um, Yehuda Rosenblatt from the Facebook. I still don't know how to say his first name. I think it's Yehuda. I mean, okay. either way, I feel like it, I said it so confidently you wouldn't know I was that's wrong. True. Upcoming national strategy. Best days to trade
0: best days to buy. Let me cut you off right here. We are saving this for a show in another week or two, because this will be, this will be the big picture leading up to the national. No question. Okay. Yeah. So Rosenblatt just, yeah, this'll be a big thing. You know, we've talked about a lot of those things already, but I do think it's cool. Like that's a, that's a big topic because a lot of guys will go and they're principles you can use to any show in my opinion. So
3: Jeremy McMurtry, he, this is a breaking question from back in your old school days. Um. When you're selling cards in team lots, do you separate by players' current team or team on card? Example, Tom Brady in Patriots uniform, sell with Patriots, the Patriots or sell yeah. with
0: Tampa Bay? On, on the card. Yep. By the way, I broke yesterday all day. I was going to do like a couple cases. That stupid break room, I should say, it's actually awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is ridiculous how busy. We filled two cases of stadium club, three, cl- three cases of Trinity, in a case of finest, and I we could have filled more. I stopped at like 930 because I'm old and tired now. I got like 120 packages I got to still ship today. Miserable. The sorting and shipping, I forgot how miserable it is, and I'm not set up in this room to do it. But that room is still hopping. Geo Breaks on Facebook.
3: Join the room. Oh, and a little congratulations.
0: Um, we hit over 10,000 on the Facebook group. Yeah, I think we're up to 10,000. Over 10,100 now as the last check steadily growing you called that by the way i was pessimistic as always jesse said by the end of the week so yep three more questions and we're shutting this thing down this is
3: from two woogie from instagram sure um jesse mafia member checking in that's nice mike i know you've said you don't sell on ebay um before but do you have any tips on what to put either in the item name or item description to gain more views
0: Yeah, so there are a lot of simple things. Like if you're selling a rookie card of somebody. Keyword, it's all about searchability. The year. um, For example, Tom Brady. If I'm selling a Tom Brady rookie auto, 2000, Tom Brady, RC, and I would also spell out the word rookie. So if someone just searches Tom Brady RC, Tom Brady rookie, Tom Brady 2000, I would also put the word auto and autograph in there. And if you can fit the team name, Patriots. So for me, an example, 2000 Tom Brady RC Rookie Auto um, Contenders Patriots Autograph. Sounds like a lot, but it definitely makes an impact because it makes your thing more searchable, your, your listing.
3: I will also say this. If you are in the position of you're not listing, but you're searching, mm-hmm. I've found this out. You may or may not be familiar. If you put a dash or minus symbol and then the word, it yep. takes out those posts, which Correct. is very handy. Yep cuz yeah, oftentimes I'm looking for a card and I keep seeing the same
0: thing that isn't the card. Yep. That's a good way to get rid of that. By the way, I have one question when you're done with one or two more cuz this is from David Lara. Ronic, isn't he? Does he work on the, on the Ringer team here? David Lara?
4: Yep, David's David's on our social team.
0: We got to ask this one then. He just commented on oh, the I, Facebook group.
4: Oh, yeah. You throw okay. me,
0: you have one more good one? I got a couple I got a couple football questions. Go ahead, you. hit me.
3: Hear right. me those questions. These are actually both from Scott Thomas. You show um, me that farm. Did you get that yeah.
0: reference earlier to the office? You show me that farm? Are you you ask, got that, right? Are you asking me or Because you... Okay, you got it. Okay, I was making sure. You didn't comment, and I was like, I don't want to be... <sighs> you show me I don't want to... Here's the thing. I don't but mind... I don't mind if you don't get it, but if you don't, I'm going <laughs> to reuse it. I, I will recycle the office lines. <laughs> that's, that's fair. And I decided next week, by the way, All I'm getting back in... have office quotes. Well, I've, been, I've, I've never gotten away from the office. I'm getting back into Seinfeld next week, so oh. prepare yourself. Taking some I actually time rewatched
3: off. it about two months ago. I think I could do. This is Ooh. our version of the rewatchables. What are we rewatching on the trip? Because there's always like, didn't we do that at the cabin last time? We was it the office or was there something else we had on just the whole. T- it was Seinfeld. No. When we were at the cabin uh, in Gatlinburg. Oh,
0: it's hard to say. I don't remember.
3: Well, more Seinfeld it is then. Um, <laughs> all right. Scott Deal. Thomas with the Mosaic College Picks football box announced which of the forthcoming football sets is the best investment in your opinion? Mosaic College,
0: Luminance, or Donruss Elite? Luminance. Luminance has, last year at least, had pro uniforms on rookies. I like, and it's cheap compared. So Luminance is not bad. And Luminance is actually, some guys don't like it. The black and white look to some of those cards, I think it's kind of nice. And the RPAs are pretty solid. I think Luminance is the best of those.
3: So I think Scott may have predicted you were going to say that. So he had a follow-up question does Luminance football moving to July 9th release date reduce its value since Elite comes out a week early, uh, week later? No, because
0: see, this has switched recently. I'm not sure what's going to be college. Even Elite used to be the first, but then last year I believe Elite was college uniform. Um, I hate to do this stupid corny line. Comment on one of our socials when you hear this. I think Elite this year is going to be college uniform. That's not a corny line. That's a great, yeah. No, comment that's the there. whole like comment. Let us know in the comments. But actually. we actually want to know. Man, when I was breaking to it, this is what it comes down to. I've become so uninformed on the wax side. We used to spend so much time. Tuesdays, I just didn't speak to anybody for hours leading up to every day release. Tuesdays and Thursday nights for Wednesday and Friday releases. Just in-depth study, breaking down the checklist. What's going to be this, that? We didn't know all the products. And now I'm so detached. I don't. I I just don't know anymore. So if you're telling me Elite is pro-uniform and is coming out first, it won't negatively affect it. But if Luminance, here's the worst case scenario for Luminance, real quick, long answer. If you're telling me Elite comes out a week early and is pro-uniform and then Luminance releases a week later in college, that's bad for Elite. But I believe Luminance is going to be pro-uniform. So if they're both pro, they're both going to sell well, no issue. What was your question from David? Okay, by the way, I didn't realize David Lara was a third. Are you happy or sad? Does that upset you? I don't mind being a third, but like, there's no offense to David or his family. His name is David Lara. That's not a name that needs three of. Like my name, Michael Paulino Giuseppe. That's a th- name that could be a third. Wait, my grandfather, Paulino? My grandfather, Salvatore Paulino Giuseppe. You want a third of that? That's fine. I just don't know that David and Lara together... That doesn't seem like a name that needs a third to be. Is it it's actually bit,
3: Paulino? It's Paul. Your
0: wife even says Michael Paul. It's Paul. All of us are named the grandkids all have the middle name of the grandfather. So all the males in the Giuseffes, my cousins, are Michael Paul, Russell Paul, uh, Anthony Paul. We all have the same middle name.
3: Would you say you're Anyways, more Irish or Italian?
0: <sighs> toss up.
3: I just Ugh, don't know that David Laura. Does, does, so does, does
0: David does David Laura need that? I don't know. <laughs> Take your cultural insults <laughs> out of here, you mutt. I love them. I His am a question, mutt. and we're going to end on this note. Then we'll do our wrap up. This, put the this show out of its misery. Um, apologies if answered before, but curious if low pop PSA nines increase in value now that PSA isn't reopening lower tiered services. Maybe you know. It, again, I think the PSA effect on the market is going to take time because I think a lot of people are still living in the world where oh, it's going to open up next month. No, it's still going to open up. You know, so I don't know. On certain cards, it will. But I think most people are just going to kind of wait on PSA. The people who have decided to wait are going to continue to wait. So I don't think it'll have that much of an effect. Like, I don't think today's announcement of them not having other services all of a sudden means PSA 9 is going to be worth more. I don't see it.
3: You had one note before we end this thing. Bobby Bonilla? We talked about that, the contract. Yeah, but that's all you said. I thought you wanted to actually... Do you have
0: his contract details?
3: I just have that he's set to collect... 1.1 1.1 or 1.2 million every July 1st for 25 years. When does that run out, does it say? Oh, it says it runs out in 2035. So this must be a contract that's been in place for a while
0: then. Oh, it has. It's been like a running joke though. What what's the joke, I guess? He just has this contract they restructured it, so he got paid 1.1 million July 1st for like ever.
3: Okay, so this is also noob question, is he good like is he
0: No. He's been retired for 30 years too. Yeah, I didn't think he was still playing,
3: him. but okay. Well, good for him. One point one or one point two million every year. That's that's not too bad. It's I mean, close to what I get paid,
0: right? Because maybe pay me? I'm not sure you. <laughs> I'm not sure you're familiar with the forty nine percent that multiplier. I don't think that's you're, no. I'm I pretty think sure. think you forgot over. a decimal point, or mm, we'll, we'll figure Anyways, it out. That's it. Feeling good. Next time you hear the show next week will be Tuesday and Thursday. Monday the ringer shutting down for the holiday. Uh, so Tuesday, Thursday next week. As always, brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Uh, If we have any breaking news, too, on the national show, like the main stage, time, appearance, all that stuff, we will release that on our socials. Make sure you're following us, sports cards, nonsense, everywhere. uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Uh, Empowered by Spotify. Powered by Spotify. Paid by Spotify, some would say.
3: Some would say. I would say because I do the business part of it. But yeah. Because we are paid by Spotify.
0: So there you go. Make sure you leave us a good review on Apple, too. We're always looking for a ratings boost. We are shameless in that. So. Guys,
3: I would also like to continue to ask if anyone knows large hats. Uh, Apparently, the hat I ordered just got canceled right before the show. I got a a notice that it will not be here tomorrow.
0: I'm glad you said this, too, because I do have an ask at National or the week after. Oh, this isn't hat related. We need somebody who can edit video like you see these vlogging clips of guys doing. Hey, here's a whole breakdown of day one at the show. We need somebody who I can send raw footage to that can cut this down, do the video editing, and release it on our YouTube channel. If you do that professionally, I'm not looking for a handout, I'm gonna barter you down on price for sure. Sure. Uh, We need somebody who can do that for us though, because that's a big release. Those things, our view, our our things have gotten, I mean, that that last card show thing across all platforms got well over 10,000. It was like four or five minutes long. So there's a big place for this. We wanna get more into the vlogging side of things, especially at that show. So if you do that, make sure you reach out to us. What is it, Mike? Just sportscardsnonsense at gmail.com. Yeah, reach out there. But we need help with that. There you go. Our plea for help. I'm done. I will see you tonight. Nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you tonight. we got a meeting. Come on, get with it. All right, guys, have a good weekend. See you later. Bye.